When I got back from my 30-day retreat this summer, I told the Archbishop, well, I've been to hell and back. Quite literally, on the retreat, one of the meditations the first week is you're supposed to meditate on hell. And then after that meditation, you move into the meditation called the call of Christ the King. This is the most important decision all of us have to make in our lives, the response of Jesus' invitation to come follow me. Jesus is calling each one of us. And then, after the call of the King, where you're invited to really surrender your life to Jesus and commit to following Him, you explore what it really means to be a disciple of Jesus through a meditation Ignatius proposes called the Two Standards. So this is at the heart of the 30-day retreat. So St. Ignatius invites us to imagine a battlefield where on one end of the battlefield is the devil and all the fallen angels, and on the other end of the battlefield is Jesus and the angels of light and all of his disciples. Well, the devil has a standard bearer, a flag bearer, and these are the tenets of the devil's standard. Riches that leads to honor, to start to think, oh, I'm somebody, which leads to pride of life, which eventually leads one to start to believe, I don't really need God. I have everything I need. I'm self-sufficient. That's the devil's standard. Jesus' standard bearer holds the tenets poverty, which leads to contempt and dishonor, persecutions, which leads to humility, which leads to the truth of our radical dependence upon God. Wow, that's what discipleship means. Poverty, dishonor, humility to the truth of radical dependence. Okay, this two standards kept coming up then in reflection on my retreat. And the first thing that struck me was how attractive the devil's standard is. I'm attracted to the things of the world, to seeking my own comforts, to the easy way, to having the accolades and affirmations to be noticed and appreciated. That's the devil's standard. And to start to think, I really don't need God. How many of us really are attracted to an idea of detachment, simplicity, and then when we're unnoticed, unappreciated, we think, thank you, God, you're helping me to be configured to Jesus and the standard of our Lord. It's a difficult way. Now, St. Ignatius goes on and he says... Some people can have all the external observances of a Christian life. They can be a registered member of a parish. They could be going to Mass every Sunday. And yet, they can be a stranger to God. That again convicted me. And I started thinking, well, gosh, outside of my formal prayer time, how much of my life do I really kind of live as a stranger to God? that I'm kind of living my own life, I'm self-sufficient, do I really even think about God throughout my day? 
challenging. Do I rely on God for all things? Well, this is Stewardship Sunday. And a lot of people, when they hear the word stewardship, they think, okay, this is the annual money talk. They think of the word stewardship begins with an S with a dollar sign. And to be a good steward means, okay, well, I write the check to the church and I'm a good steward. I've, I've checked that box. I began by presenting the two standards and the way of discipleship because at the heart of stewardship is discipleship, making a fundamental choice in our life to place ourselves under the standard of Jesus and to follow Him with all of our hearts. That's what stewardship is about. Stewardship really begins then with humility. It's a recognition that I'm not a self-made man. I'm I'm not a self-made woman. God made me. And all that I have, my life, my time, my talent, my treasure, it's all a gift. And then I have to ask the question, how am I spending my life and all that I have to glorify God and help others? Well, this week in the mail, you will receive your 2022 Stewardship of Time, Talent, and Treasure Renewal. Please pray over this. Turn it back into the collection next Sunday. Mail it to the church office, or you can fill it out online. I invite you to begin with Stewardship of Time. Notice in the Gospel, it's not enough to follow Jesus by just avoiding sin. The rich young man said, well, I kept the commandments since I was a child. He had no mortal sin. But something was missing. Discipleship is not just about avoiding sin. It's about following Jesus. Giving our time first to God. Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek have written many books. I give one of them to all my newlywed couples called How to Survive and Thrive the First Five Years of Marriage. And in the book, they say most things run on fuel. Our cars run on gasoline. Our phones run on batteries. Well, they said there's a fuel for relationships. The fuel for relationships is time. It takes an investment of our time to grow in friendship and apply that now to our spiritual lives. When you fill out your stewardship renewal, say, okay, Sunday Mass, that's got to be a non-negotiable time to worship God on Sunday. But then outside of Sunday Mass, a commitment to my daily prayer. Remember we did the 1% prayer challenge? 1% of your day in round numbers is 15 minutes. We can do this, giving God 15 minutes a day to read the Bible, reflect on it, and make a resolution. Now, reality, our whole day belongs to God. 1% for this formal time of prayer to grow in our friendship. Second, stewardship of talent. We need your help. We have over 70 different ministries. We're a very vibrant parish, and this is a great way to get connected in our parish, to give up your talents, to meet people, to grow in friendship with parishioners. In a special way this year, we need your help with liturgical ministry. So after the lockdown, and then 
coming back or reopening. We've lost a lot of liturgical ministries, and so we need to kind of reboot our liturgical ministry. We need ushers, greeters, lectors, lay ministers. So if that's something on your heart to get involved here at Mass with your stewardship of talent, please check that off. Finally, stewardship of treasure. This is the one time of year I ask for your help with our parish operations. We are a tithing parish, and we encourage giving 10% our first fruits to God. As a guide to giving, we encourage a 5% gift of your income to the parish, 4% to charities of your own choosing, and 1% to the call to share, the annual appeal by the Archdiocese. You add those up, 541, that's 10%. Thank you for your generosity in how you support our parish. I want to close with a story from Father Cantilla Mesa from his book, Shepherds and Fishermen, about stewards of the treasure. So he tells this story about a beggar who was begging in the street. He had his bag, and he spotted one day a golden chariot coming down the street. He thought, ah. This is my lucky day. And inside the golden chariot was the king's son. Well, sure enough, the golden chariot pulls up right in front of him. So the beggar gets out his bag and opens his bag thinking, I'm going to receive a great gift. Well, the king's son got out of the chariot and he said to the beggar, what gift do you have for me? Well, the beggar looks in his bag, and he pulls out the smallest kernel of corn, and he gives it to the king's son. Well, the king's son accepts the gift, and gets in his chariot and goes away. Well, that night, the beggar opens his bag, and to his surprise, the only thing in his bag is the tiniest piece of gold in the shape of the kernel of corn that he had given to the king's son. Well, he began to weep bitterly, thinking, I should have given the king's son everything, and then my bag would have been filled with gold. Jesus doesn't give us one drop of blood. He gave us his whole life. You know, in our hearts, when we hear this gospel, we kind of think, do I really have to let go of everything? Can't I keep something for myself? You know what Job says? Naked I came forth from the womb, naked I shall return. None of us leave this world without letting go of everything. And Jesus is never outdone in generosity. We heard that. Whoever gets up lands or house or mother or children will receive a hundred times as many. The rich young man was unaware that his greatest treasure was standing, looking at him with love. Jesus is our greatest treasure.